everyone. Welcome to the show. Another edition of Bring It In The House. It's your girl, Millie Mills. Hey, <laughs> I am so glad to be here with you. I got my co-host, guest co-host on board, Joe, and of course, the lovely Laura Soto. And of course, we're going to have a great show tonight. I'm just, wow, let me just give a hand clap for that. We're going to start with Joe. Uh, we thank you so much just for hanging out with us. Uh, we're doing a test just to see, and I know this is going to be a great show because you bring everything with you. Joe is a creative producer, production. How should I say it, Joe? Uh, I'm a creative artist, content creator, go. artist, content and, uh, creative performer. artist. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's why we're so excited to have him here because he's going to share a lot of his creativity with us and what all he has done and how he got into it. And then, of course, Laura, she's a, a wonderful student that's doing a lot of great things at UT. And uh, of course, she's a public relations major. And um, we, again, we're glad to have you here. So welcome, everyone. Welcome. So first off, Laura. You're a student at uh, the University of, uh, of Texas at Austin, and you're studying PR, public relations. Yes, I am. So I am. are you an Austin uh, native? Uh, I'm not. I'm actually originally from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh, I immigrated uh, in like elementary school to Maryland. So I lived there for a couple of years and then I moved to Texas. And I've been in Austin um, for school and gotten really involved with a lot of you know, nonprofit work, performing arts work here. And it's just, it's been such a wonderful experience. Yeah. Wow. That's that is so great. <laughs> yeah. From Brazil and now you're on top of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> Laura, I'd like to oh, you've been here a long time though. <laughs> I have. Yeah. It's been an interesting, you know, interesting journey. It's a, it's a great perspective to have. I think, you know, also because, you know, having just, the, the immigrant experience, the child immigrant experience, um, and mm -hmm. being like now in this institution with so many opportunities, I just every every day is just like an opportunity for gratitude, honestly. So I'm very excited that, to be here today and very grateful to to be able to share a little bit about my journey to get here. So yeah. Yes, and we're excited to hear it. You shared some videos with us uh, from Brian Nelson High School. Uh, we got a clip on that. Also, you were, of course, a Sony Music Social Impact intern student, and we have a clip that we're going to show. Uh, you were one of the finalists, I believe, to um, help me out with the the award, the 2021 President President's Award for Global Learning at UT Austin as well. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. So first, we're going to jump into your high school and let people see how all this greatness came about, how it was all shaped. So we're going to play a clip from that. And we want everybody to just take a look at that. Um, did you have any questions, Joe, before we go into the video clip? No, I'm excited to see what, what's going on. All right. Here we go. In high school musical theater. Yeah, so Thursday, the winners are going to be announced in the High School Musical Theater Awards. And first, an award-nominated group from Byron Nelson High School and Trophy Club is going to have a performance for us from the Adams Family Musical. And here they are. Woo! When you're an Adams, you need to really love your wife. At least once a day. You're happy when your toes are in. 
wheels and give us room. Broken glass in a motel room. Something fun we can all assume and give it all tonight. And on this night, we summon our beloved ancestors. Why do we do this? Because living or dead, family is still family. Yes, and how do we do this? By dancing on their graves! Yes, dance, my brother Fester. categories so awards for those categories and i look at the list that they gave me you guys are nominated for best leading actor best leading actress best support i mean the list goes on mm -hmm. and on 11 wow. nominations we're so excited to be back at the dsms we're so happy to be doing this show yeah wow. absolutely and it's coming up on thursday and and high school musical theater so underappreciated if you haven't gone mm -hmm. go to your high school and see one of these shows right <laughs> definitely yeah. that's you, what we tell everyone you scout like, out the competition it is amazing y'all like yeah. you have to go see all of the shows yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Love his attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Get enthusiastic, right. will you, kid? <laughs> All right, Dallas Summer Musicals High School Musical Theater Awards Ceremony. It is Thursday night. It's at Music Hall at Fair Park. We're going to put a link with all the information on our website, fox4news.com. We will be right back and let them catch their breath. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, that was, that was wonderful. Really good. That was great, Laura. So, so much fun. <laughs> I know it was. So how was that whole experience from at that moment? Did you feel like, hey, I'm either going to be an actress or I'm going into PR. Or I'm going to be somewhere in, in the entertainment arena from this. Well, I think it's a great introduction because it's like, wow, hello out there. You know, um, obviously I played Morticia and that was a lot of fun. And I guess like the background context to that 
is that, you know, as I'm a first generation college student and I, in that moment in time in my life, I, I knew I really wanted to go to, to university. I, that was in my heart. And I, that was something that I've worked so hard toward, you know, from an early age to, to, to that, to that senior year critical period, that was something that I just had my eyes set on, but in my heart, um, I had always loved performing arts and, uh, due to like, you know, just insecurity pressure, just that self doubt, I actually didn't put myself out there in, in acting and, and truly singing and putting you know, doing this awesome, exciting work until way later in my high school career. And so I didn't even realize that I had like a knack for this until, you know, post like any audition or anything like that, that could have gotten me into like a, you know, a, a musical theater or, you know, performance kind of major within and university context. Uh, so that was like my first major high school production. And I, it was so cool that I got like a lead and then I got to be nominated and then, you know, do a whole red carpet, skip my calculus AP test to go on the news. <laughs> like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> they were like, my, my theater teacher was like, I'm sorry. Like, I know you, I know you want this AP credit, but please consider. And it was the best decision I ever made because, you know, public relations is a, is a wonderful uh, skill and a wonderful direction to go into, but you really don't need calculus for it. So it all worked out great um, in the long run. Um, yeah. And I feel like it was a wonderful combination of just, you know, the many years of feeling um, kind of, you know, just the, the immigrant experience, especially also moving from Maryland, where there's a lot of there's a lot more immigrants and, and there's just, it's just a different feel, especially like in terms of economic um, diversity and things like that to North Texas. It was a huge culture shock for me. And so middle school and high school, there was a lot of moments where I felt heavy imposter syndrome and just like kind of the scrutiny of the other just feeling like mm -hmm. I was looking at myself from the lens of, of someone else and like I could never truly just be enough and actually that it's reflected in a lot of you know i do a lot and as we're going to get into it a little bit and i guess like my heart really goes out to anyone that feels like they need to to do so much just to prove themselves because sometimes when you just take a chance and you just go out there and do what feels like like this like auditioning for this musical i, I never would imagine i would have gotten a lead and would have gotten to to have all these experiences and have this be one of the best memories of my entire like k through 12 experience mm -hmm. i would have never imagined it never had that had i not just taken a step back and been like in that moment no i am enough and that this there's so much there's abundance for me um and in performing arts, in in expressing myself, and I know there's a lot of a lot of people out there, especially right now after the pandemic, out of isolation, after having this time where we're not even you know able to go and do these live performances, um, that are questioning that are questioning whether or not they're they're worth investing in themselves and in their artistic or professional journeys. And like, mm -hmm. I know that this is like what the the whole point of this podcast, and I also want that to be the whole point of like my. Um, you know, sharing here today because it was such a fun experience. And, uh, you know, I did a lot of other kind of, you know, I did color guard, I did choir, but like, I really found myself in musical theater. I think you can really see that and how it, I mean, this was the one and only time my high school went on the news for that. And uh, now it's like <laughs> forever. So yeah. Wow. I love how positive of an experience that was for you. I can yeah. just see it when you're talking yeah. about it. It's great. And that, and that, that, uh, within itself is so rewarding, you know, because so many times we do not, you know, get a chance to, to live out, you know, our dreams. And, you know, I, I, I'm excited for you because I know that feeling so well, so well. 
Um, and a lot of things I was limited to, you know, growing up as a kid in a small area, in a small town area. So, uh, and you had to kind of just burst, burst out, you know, take that leap of faith and just make it happen. And it just seems like from that step, all the doors start to open a lot of times. So I am so proud of you and you're so young. You're just, yeah. I don't know if you mind me sharing your age on the screen. <laughs> She's just 21, you know, and you're, you're already uh, tapping into your dreams and doing great things. Uh, I see that you are also an intern for, you know, Sony Music Social Impact, you know, and that's huge, you know. So do you care to elaborate on that experience? hundred percent, hundred percent. I, so the, the way I, I got this incredible opportunity was through the Multicultural Advertising Intern Program, which I found mm -hmm. out through um, this organization that is very near and dear to my heart at UT uh, called Diversity in Advertising and Public Relations. Uh, I was president for that organization. I still mentor and support the, you know, you know, undergrads that are working through and trying to garner more diversity, inclusion, equity for the marketing PR, entertainment, all the things, um, industries. And so this position, you know, Sony reached out to me. They said they saw my video. I, you know, I had a video submission, a, and you know, essays, and I had an interview with them. And they just really felt that I could uh, enrich their team and their new department that was actually formulated this past year uh, in 2020 and their efforts to expand the Social Justice Fund, uh, which is just, um, I guess, like a, a mass of 100 uh, well, there's a video on it that I that I'm gonna play that basically explains it a little bit better. But basically, Sony is just trying to give back, and the whole point of this is that yeah. you know, you know, Sony has so many artists, has so many different assets that they they manage in the artistic realm. Uh, but they also, you know, especially following all the events that went through and that def definitely impacted my life and disproportionately impacted the lives of so many, you know, uh, BIPOC communities, lower income communities in the U.S. Uh, and beyond. So this this fund is is to targeted to help um, to over 300 nonprofits globally. And so my work was to directly, you know, expand those efforts, contact those organizations. They have some new exciting work. So I don't know how much I'm supposed to share, but, you know, they're trying to give back in education as well, which is something that I help with, you know, interviews and uh ideation for them and also environmental um, environmental conservation, you know, all mm -hmm. these different philanthropic, philanthropic uh, altruistic efforts is something that I was able to tap into for a whole summer within the context and the power of like this big, you know, music industry opportunities. Yes. Um, it was a little stressful at times, but I grew so much and I could mm -hmm. not, you know, I'm very, I'm just so honored that I was able to do that, you know, in my undergraduate career. So it was really, yes. really cool experience. I know. I mean, go ahead, Joe. Did you have a question? Oh, that for sounds us? like a great opportunity. Great oh, experience. yeah. Yeah, that, that is very huge. So now that you got that underway, out of the way, and, you know, what what is Laura looking for next? Are, first of all, are you a senior this year? Uh, I am. I am at my in my senior stage in my um, yeah. yeah undergraduate career and mm -hmm. I'm definitely open to opportunities. I don't think I want to, I guess, like pigeonhole myself to a certain industry. I definitely am incredibly passionate about education. I'm incredibly passionate about, um, you know, giving back like this, you know, philanthropic efforts and mm -hmm. uh, as well as performing arts. I think that's something that particularly in, um, in 
and the youth and in you know the our population that globally is also aging i feel like that's something that needs to be reinstated and, and i guess like something that needs to be part of daily life because <laughs> sometimes we just are always working and um don't really take out the time to to smell the roses and just to appreciate um you know what so the therapy that i think um you know music our entertainment can be mm -hmm. and so it's really cool that um this opportunity this past summer kind of blended both of those things for me and i know mm -hmm. that the doors are gonna you know open up and i don't know i'm open to anything really it's anything could happen so. <laughs> <laughs> yes anything positive and anything that brings about growth you're open to it definitely Yes. We're going to take a look at the clip, uh, the Sony Global Social Justice Fund that you were a part of. We're going to take a look at that and we'll be right back. Last year, okay. we were sharply reminded that the world has deeply rooted systemic issues that enable injustice, inflicting pain and suffering in communities. But this time, people around the globe came together to say enough is enough. So they mobilized, they protested, they marched and they demanded that their voices be heard. These senseless murders that continue to take place illustrate that the widespread calls for social justice were necessary and overdue. It is our commitment and responsibility to respect human rights and strive for social justice. Through responsive philanthropy, we are at the forefront of a culture focused on fostering equal rights for all people and positive actions for change. That is why, one year ago, Sony established a $100 million global social justice fund. The Sony Social Justice Fund supports anti-racist initiatives and educational opportunities around the world that foster equal rights. The fund aims to align with community partners and stakeholders to help advance bipartisan solutions in three areas, civic and community engagement, criminal justice reform, and access to education. This collaborative effort with Sony Music Entertainment Sony Music Publishing, Sony Corporation of America, Sony Pictures Entertainment, Sony Electronics, and Sony Interactive Entertainment involved employee task force members representing 60 countries. It's a chance for Sony to develop meaningful relationships with global partners across seven regions to use the power of their voice to effect real change because all voices must be heard. These partnerships align with Sony's responsibility to drive results and stand against discrimination. And through Sony collaboration, the Global Social Justice Fund is empowering these vital organizations in communities around the world. Support from the Global Social Justice Fund has allowed us to continue on our mission, which is to empower women from all across the African continent. We believe there is a rightful space for African women in the music industry. We want to thank Sony for the Global Social Justice Fund, for stepping up in the moment, understanding that last summer called us all to action. For me, social justice means undoing the rigged rules that have governed our communities for generations. Support from the Global Social Justice Fund will educate, motivate, and activate Black communities so that we can be powerful in politics and powerful in the rest of our lives. Your donations and your efforts are, are the reason why I'm still here. They're the reason why I'm able to smile. They're the reason why I'm able to look kids in the face now and, and tell them that there's a brighter future. This is just the beginning. 
the Sony Global Social Justice Fund. All voices must be heard. That was awesome, Laura. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You did you narrate that? <laughs> I did not narrate it. I wish I did, but um, no, it just was like summed up basically all the things that you know I was able to to work on and help build. And I just I feel like that's something I definitely want to take with me for the rest of my career, and I can definitely see that being part of my next steps in life. So yeah, yes, yes. Laura, well, you've done so many great things. I mean, so just share with us some of the, you know, from here, what are some of your long-term goals? Have you even just, have you had a chance to even think about, you know, <laughs> so much going on and so much excitement and, and great positivity? Have you even just kind of like, well, like five years from now or maybe 10 years, have you thought of that? Yes, I have. And actually I'm very, you know, my favorite people come from nonprofits. I have to be honest. Like that's just the truth. I just the energy, the love, the heart. It's it's. I think it's what keeps like America <laughs> sane and running. And I definitely think that that's something that I would. I envision myself being a part of for the long run. I definitely in my heart, and it's something that I'm. You know, I think you have to come at everything with with purpose. But I would love to have my own nonprofit and or continue to collaborate within this space for mm -hmm. many years to come. Just because, particularly as it comes to like involving. Um, yeah, like, I guess, like older generations and the youth, like that's, those are the two mm -hmm. populations that I think that really are near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. And so I, yeah, <laughs> that's like what I really see the long-term vision would be that, but, um, you know, how to get there, I guess we'll just see where life takes us. Okay. So after undergrad, you're going to get your master's. I'm considering that. Yes, I think, okay. well, I see, I've been like doing nonstop internships and jobs for like years. So I think I might take a little break, maybe continue to, you know, maybe work a little bit or something or because um, I am a senior, but I, I'm I don't know if I'm going to graduate next spring. So employers, mm -hmm. <laughs> I might be graduating a little bit later, <laughs> um, but um, I would I am definitely that's something that's in the works for me for, mm -hmm. you know, potentially content, con extending my education and or working a bit and then going back and continuing that. All right. Awesome. Congratulations, Laura. We were just so excited that you took time to, you know, just stop by and share your success with us and empower other young students who are coming about who feel like, hey, this is too much for me. I can't make it. So do you have like any words, you know, you know like encouraging words? You've said a lot of encouraging words, you know, <laughs> but like, is there anything you want to share? Like if somebody needs to reach out to you and, you know, if you want to, you know, help somebody along the way, get to the point where you are, is there, you know, anything you want to say or a way they can contact you? Um, definitely. I mean, I'm my LinkedIn, you know, will definitely, I'm open for that to be shared and anyone who, you know, would like to get in touch with me, I'd love to, to touch, get, get in touch with you. Um, I would just say that, um, yeah, my resume looks really long and it's, it's full of things that I have to say I'm passionate about and things that I really am so grateful that um, allowed me to, to grow as well as like me to grow these opportunities as well. And so mm -hmm. if you don't, if you feel like you haven't, you don't have a lot on your resume or you're just stressed out about where you're going to go next, um, follow what makes, 
I guess this sounds kind of cheesy, but like what makes you the most passionate and what I what, what will, I guess, allow for the good to ripple the most in the world. You know, my work in, um, I worked with e for youth the non local nonprofit dedicated to help um, creative youth of color break into creative industries. I've worked with Creative Action, another, um, you know, local Austin nonprofit that has teen programs just directed toward, you know, performing arts and uh, audio production and playwriting, all those things. And um, now, you know, with my roles at, at UT with the empowerment and, you know, multicultural advertising, all of these roles kind of came to me because I re recognize that there's so many people that supported me from that scared, you know, low income immigrant child to now a graduating, you know, at, from the University of Texas at Austin with like three minors, one major, it's like all these things. It's like, that's not what makes me important and special. What makes me important and special is the story and overcoming and the, the path, the journey kind of came along the way. And so if you're scared, like, I feel you, I'm a little scared too. Um, mm -hmm. but you just embrace that your story has power um, mm -hmm. and that if you continue to persevere and continue to put yourself in circles that are supportive uh, and that care about making an impact that's beyond just profit or beyond just you know existence but really truly like making things better mm -hmm. that um, you're you're set to go like no you don't need to be worried like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh i love it i love it i'm getting emotional because i i feel your energy and <laughs> you know and you can hear her passion. Yeah, her passion, her energy is just all, it's just really just illuminating right now. And I'm sure a lot of the viewers, they feel the same. And uh, we're so proud of you. We want you to keep going and keep being that, that flame, that, that trailblazer, just, you know, inspiring others and continuing to touch lives and, and do great work. Um, we want to jump over to Joe right quick. He's been doing great work for a long time and he took time out to spend a little time with us. We only have like four minutes left, but I want to show this clip. The reason why we selected Joe to come on as a, as a, a guest co-host this evening because of his creativity um, in the movie scenes and, and just abroad. So this is one of the clips uh, we're going to show <laughs> about Joe's work and some of the things he's done around, around the world. Here we go, Joe.
Joe, thank you so much, man. Yeah. Just looking at you and all the creativity. Oof. I mean, you can do you can do uh, makeup for movies. You can make um, costumes, and I mean, I know you're pretty modest. You don't like bragging on yourself, but no. <laughs> you know, um, Laura was talking about the whole imposter syndrome thing, and mm -hmm. I've been doing this for about eight years now, and I still feel it. I still don't feel like I'm uh, worthy of the praise or anything like that. I get really um, shy. <laughs> so yes. thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. You're very welcome, guys. And time is just about to run out. I mean, that's that's how it goes when you're having fun. Laura and Joe. Joe, we hope you come back next week and be with for us. Sure. Uh, for sure. Uh, next week, uh, I believe we're going to have a trophy boy. He's a rapper, producer, musician, and he's in, out of the Atlanta area. He's going to be on the show with us next week. Laura, again, we love you. Keep doing those great things. Joe, we'll see you back here next Thank week. You. Thank you all so much, the viewers, for tuning in. Thanks for watching Bring It In The House. <laughs> Bye -bye.